0: Welcome to The Lumber Word, where industry veterans Matt Beamer, Greg Riley, and Ashley Buckholt dissect the world of commodity lumber each week. We bring you up-to-date insights on supply, demand, and market trends, sharing our trading expertise to benefit everyone in the supply chain. Join us for informative and entertaining discussions that guarantee to make you wiser about all things lumber.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Lumber Word with Matt Beamer from Hampton Lumber Sales and Greg Riley from Sika USA. I'm Ashley Buckholt. This is being recorded on the 20th of December on Wednesday. We were all able to get together and get this uh, get this put together. What I wanted to go through today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, housing starts and permits in the market and the predictions from 2024. I think that should be a lot of fun. And uh, should make up some some good listening for our uh, for the crew that listens to our uh, our podcast. I'm excited to talk about housing starts and permits because they came out better than expected—a big blowout number, I would say—and had a good effect on the market also going forward. So, Greg, um, what did you think on the housing starts and permits? I
2: mean, yeah, I think we had a precursor to it when we saw Lenar come out with. Uh, a 32% increase in their sales number. Single-family housing starts were up 18% from the prior month. Overall, starts are up 14.4%. So we've now got year-to-date housing starts at a 9.9%. When you think about that and where we were a year ago and the numbers that were being thrown around, like what people thought for this year, it's pretty impressive. That That's for sure. As a follow-up, permits for the year, uh, single families down 12.4% and multifamily is down 196 So, you know, as we've been talking about for a number of weeks, single-family is going to be, is going to hold up better as we go forward than the multifamily. I mean, the projections are multifamily is going to be down.
1: So uh, one of the big numbers that I kind of caught my eye on here was the um, the completions number. Oh. Um, oh. And what did you say the houses under construction were, Greg? About
2: they fell a little. They fell a little bit because the completions were so high. At, at the end of the period was one point six eight five. You know that's that. I mean, interesting. That's not down very much from the high of just around a, right at a million seven. But we had completions. Let me tell you what that completion number was. Stand by. Completions was uh, one point four four seven. Housing, housing starts for the month at a million five sixty, and completions one four four seven. As you know, for most of this year, we've had where completions have been running a little bit higher than starts. So this is the first month that's kind of changed.
1: Matt, any any, uh, any thoughts on the uh, on the housing number that came out this week?
3: No, I was a little bit surprised, but. Uh it's all good news, right? So, I mean, I'm happy. It's, it's nice to see that there's still life in the, uh, in the home building business. Yeah. I look at, I'd be the first thing I
1: I was surprised. Well, that number, but then I go back and I look at the business that we've been doing. Um, you and I talk about it too, Matt and Greg, we're always, you, you know, business has been pretty good the last few months, which is reflective of this. You know, sometimes things are like, we were talking, I think a couple podcasts ago about, There's a big lag sometime where people don't realize when things are worse or better until after the fact a lot of times. And I think this thing has been improving for quite a long time and at a time when people's heads may have not been in that space, if that makes sense.
3: I think it's just a normal seasonal strength, right? I mean, we we deflated the market into late October, early November, and now we've been kind of gradually going up. In a pretty um organized fashion here for the last two months. And really, if you just look at charts and graphs, that's pretty normal, yeah. like you and I talked today, Matt,
1: for a bit while you were making your table. <laughs> I mean, you were pretty on this a couple months ago, right? And or a month ago, you're like, hey, buy some stuff, Kind of wait to get back and sell it, right? But not in any big hurry. but i'm I'm sure you've been selling some stuff in the last week or so. I mean, Greg and I, you know we come in and, we had goals of what we wanted to hit every day and kind of came across better than we thought they were going to.
3: Yeah, I think there's a general rally underfoot right now. Whether it's futures or cash is irrelevant. There's just stuff is getting sold. And because of you know the, the half a week off and the week and a half off that the Western Mills are going to have here starting Monday – their interest in extending order files or you know, quoting one extra car after they sell the last car that they wanted to sell for 2023 is about zero. What happens when, how do markets change, Greg? You've talked about this many times, uh, complacency, right? So people just get used to the same old, same old, then eventually things change, right? And, and what's changed here in the last two months is there's just less production. So we'll see. We'll see how it all stacks up. But you know, one the other thing that's been good for the market is weather. Weather's been, you know, we don't talk about weather that much, but weather's been favorable for for wintertime housing starts and wintertime activity. You know, what's it like over there in Chicago? You tell me. Last time we did this, it was fifty-five and sunny.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, nineteen yesterday, but today it's thirty-five to forty and sunny. I mean, it's nice out. What's The Hampton area, what's your area of the world doing market? Dry dug fur, hem fur, those type items. There's a
3: a significant rally starting on Monday on the West Coast dry dug fur, green dug fur. So the Western, and these are West Coast customers buying it primarily. Um, There's there's been a lot of that stuff bought and sold in the last three days. So, you know, things are really good. Yeah, no doubt. Greg, what
1: about the Eastern market? What's your thought on that Eastern Canadian market the thing that we've
2: seen over these last couple months is a real change in attitude and, and outlook from the marketplace you know from an area of concern and and not and an uncomfortability we've been ticking off one thing at a time that's been like building that's been building confidence whether it's continued you know better new home sales whether it's the Federal Reserve saying they're done Raising interest rates, whether it's the stock market hitting new highs, whether it's, you know, housing starts surprising everyone. So I I keep contrasting this year with last year. Last year at this point in time, everybody was still reducing inventory. You know, they're expecting a million one housing starts and It was there was not a very positive outlook. You know, I look today and I go, geez, the outlook's pretty. The outlook's pretty positive for at least the first quarter, the first half of next year. Everybody's feeling really good about that. Ding, ding, ding. I am concerned. I'm concerned about that. I'm worried, but I'm all. But you know what they say? The trend is your friend. And we've got we've got an uptrending market right now. Uh, Newsflash for everybody out there, our listeners, I hope you uh, go to LinkedIn. And uh, participate in the the poll for what will the high of the year be? We're going to give away. Um, we're going to give a nice gift away to the to the people that win that closest. They'll all get uh, some sort of Lumber Channel swag that a- that Ashley hasn't even conceived yet. But those people that are right will get swag.
1: That's a perfect time to have a little word from our sponsor. Thank you for listening to the Lumber Word where every week, our new and archived podcasts are listened to by multiple lumber industry participants. How do we know this? Well, we track it and we also get a lot of feedback from them. If you want to promote your company or service in this spot, please reach out to me, Ashley, at 312-560-7984. Again, that's Ashley at 312-560-7984. Thank you for listening and now back to the show. Okay, we're back.
2: And that's the paid programming part of the show. Eastern Market Eastern market has had a lot of after. I'll tell you, here's the thing. The thing that's gotten the most is nine foot studs have had uh, a ride here in the last. I had a tinkle of it. I had a tinkle. Did I say that? Did yeah. I say that? Yeah, you yeah. did. Well, we you have went, you to meant an, an, Way an to inkling. Way to go,
3: grandpa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can tell
3: you've got grandkids. Yep. You, we, um, <laughs> we had an inkling. Of
2: that late last week, we we had some we heard some stuff, and then this week starting out was a little bit better, it was a slow burn. But in the last 24 hours, nine foot is up 30, 40 dollars a thousand and getting some play. Two by six nines, which have been a DOG, and that's not a Snoop, that's not a Snoop DOG yeah. no, double G, yeah. I've got them, they've they've moved and I'm I'm very if actually if we want to do your uh you know, love it, hate it, uh, wanna marry it.
3: <laughs> marry uh, uh, divorce I'm, it,
2: divorce it. We're ha- I'm having an orgy with those right now.
3: Are they still cheaper than two before nines or no. or is that corrected itself?
2: No, they're just marginally above it though.
3: Not a lot. Yeah. I mean
2: they could they could blow out fifty to a hundred dollars from here, and sure, nobody would yeah. even notice it. I just want to like scoop up everything I can and put it in the freezer, Maddie.
1: Yeah, and, to, and look at oh, we're talking it. about two, two by six, ninety two, and five eighths, which were if nines were a dog, what would you call two by six eight footers?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> redheaded stepchildren, uh, so, redheaded stepchildren. So we've seen a lot so of that. Move. No disrespect to those folks.
1: Well, but right. look at so my my thought on that is in market related. Multifamily jobbers were taking orders the last few months, and you know it went from where you could take them for the whole package at a pretty high number down to you had to get down on your belly to take business for q one of two thousand twenty four. And I think some of this covering is some of the some of the jobbers and people that a business sold for q one that they can I say lunged at in some cases? Some didn't, mm-hmm. but some may have. covering some of that and that's why you see nines move like the way they did today.
3: Yeah no I I I don't disagree. It's not just the apartment guys either. It's the retailers are also um so you think about the way that the retail business works. They they sell on a trailing price average for the most part. Um, sometimes it's monthly pricing sometimes it's quarterly pricing but the fact is they're they're selling lumber at a, a former price. And so when the market starts to show some strength going into seasonal strength like the time of year from January through May where they're going to be busier and they know they're going to be busier they just buy more lumber right so i think not just not just the uh, job shipper guys i think there's there's more to it than that and in about a month maybe 6 weeks the retail home center business will start to really pile in on the uh, on the home center stuff plus the treaters.
2: So uh, I just put the poll out and I'll give you guys a preview here. And, and and this is for our listeners also. What will the two, what will the 2024 high, high of the year for two by four Western
1: SPF be? Western mill SPF, right? Yes. Western, so Western have SPF. we add 108 to that to get current it. To price,
2: what the, what's the current price Four twelve.
1: Well, the current print price is 408 mil on Friday, yeah. right? I don't,
2: yeah, I think midweek was four twelve. Okay, it, Matt?
1: probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, it's four twelve, Greg. What is what? Is, what is Hampton selling two by four? Western SPF two by 4s for.
3: Um, I mean, we're heavy eighteen twenty, so that just raises the value. Mm-hmm. But if we just had like a gut ball random, it would probably be. I don't know, 425, 420 to 430, let's say. You know, we get a little bit more for our lumber. Babine and Decker have pretty good reputations. And and so it's a little different animal to compare to just print. So here are my options. Yeah. High price will
2: be 450 to 500. High price will be 550 to 600. High price over 600 moonshot to a thousand plus
3: well i'll well, tell can you we, can we I'll, start with predictions are we yeah, gonna, are we I've gonna got do that pre-
1: i've got that number of my predictions for next year so okay
2: great Well that's then let's this is what a great segue but but hey
1: greg for remember, you got to go over to greg riley's linkedin linkedin and, yeah and sure. make sure you you do yeah. that and, and don't don't try to get cute and like do the opposite of what everybody's doing just give give a gust feeling what of what you feel
2: I mean, I had to put the thousand because we had a call today from uh from a from an interested party that declared that. So said I said the road figure.
1: said he said the road is paved to one thousand.
2: Road is paved to one thousand. So I figured I'd just like, you know, hey, listen, phone up NASA. It's yeah. a moonshot.
1: So all right, let's go, <laughs> let's go into this. Let's you talk, start, Ash. Let's start out predictions for 2024. Uh, I've got my number written down here the high of the year is going to be in the first quarter at 542 on cash. You have any other predictions for the year uh 10-year treasury will hang right around about its average at five percent that's from looking at the chart going back to 17 1795 right here boys up from 3.9 today okay let's see here um multi-family impo- improves a little bit and drives a lot of the the business and lumber into q1 that is really the the most i could uh i could i could guess on greg because you, you told me that you've been writing up some great ones all week and matt did them so i'm gonna let you guys give some predictions all
3: right we'll greg, pick greg, one of matt. us greg go ahead um,
2: no matt's gonna go matt
3: go ahead there you go okay well it's funny i laughed when you said uh 542 mil because I guessed <laughs> five forty mil. <laughs> <laughs> so why where was our head there? Okay. I don't know. I just yeah. think that that number felt legitimate to me. I also feel like futures so would will be you a premium. my to-
2: poll, would you pick five fifty to six hundred? That's what you're gonna pick.
3: I would, yeah, that's close so enough. Gonna, okay. and, and I would I would say that at some point futures will go premium to cash here and probably mean, in the second cash quarter go premium to future yeah. sorry cash go premium to futures oh. and then and that's I'm, why you're, I that's look why you're at,
2: selling the board here i get it okay
3: no nah, dude i sell the board all the time because i hedge inventory but the, the rest of the story for me would be i i expect a second half deflation into a november low of 340 and i expect trucking company failures to continue okay. i expect that the uh the railroads will negotiate in 2024. I, I think that the the days of them just kicking us in the teeth are over. I think that the average new home price is going to go down. I think the average existing home price is going to go down in in not all markets, but in 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 a lot of markets. I see rates being flat in the six to seven range. I, I think starts will finish the year at like 1.3 to 1.4. You'll see a gradual increase throughout the year of European imports and more Southern Yelpine and a continued loss of BC production. Better industrial markets because they can't get any worse than they've been. The pallet and crate business is terrible and and has been all year. And then I I suspect that the home center business is going to be maybe a little slower than this year, but at the worst, it'll just, or at the best, it's going to be the same as 2023. So. You know, all in all, I expect I expect a pretty good trading market for all of us. Once again, I think the 2023 was a a relatively safe trading year. You know, with small ranges, relatively speaking. And I think we're going to see a little bit wider range in 2024, but not like 2022 or 2021. I'm not. I don't. I don't agree with the guy that says the road is paved to a thousand at all. I just think that's a pipe dream. Sorry. What's the range been this year? What has the range been? You know what's
1: going year? on right now, Matt. We picked the same number, so Greg's going to have to pick something different. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that's not good if we're all picking the same number. We should, no, we should not. not be picking the same <laughs> number.
2: Well, uh, no, because I'm going to go. I am going to go a little misdirection on you here. In that, so one of the things that I look at is. Long-term average prior to pandemic, the average price range for Western Spruce Two by Fours was $135 the entire year.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: from high to low, it was $135. We just obliterated that. I'm going to say that last year we probably had, and I, I wish I had, I wish I'd pulled the numbers. My that's that's my bad.
3: But 22, 23. I'm guessing it was about 880 to 200 I'm say there, Greg. Max, the high
2: five FOB mill high five fifteen, low FOB mill of uh, what was it like 330, right? So you, you know, I'm gonna say you had just shy of a 200 dollars range this year. Uh, right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say next year's range will be less than half of that. We've had ranges in, where. The market trade in a 60 dollars range all year and and why do, and, and and why do i say that well as we can see like recently the the market's pretty stubborn on on going any lower because the we're below mill cost of production so you know it's been there's been a lot of quiet quitting out there there's been a lot of quiet quitting
1: Mil's millennial that, millennial term
2: you know hey look at huh how about <laughs> that yeah um <laughs> How many mills have reduced a shift here, reduced a shift there? How many mills have taken production out, not made any announcements because that makes them seem like they're weak, right? They don't want to do that. But yeah. they rationalize production. And I mean, mills are mills are the strongest holders of inventory. And I think they're gonna fight really, really hard to not go down and lose and lose more money in 2023. I think, I mean 24. And I think that the, the the demand volume is going to let them do that. The market's going to be dominated by inventory accumulation, distribution in a relatively narrow range, but there's going to be some great opportunities and basis within that. A lot of my predictions, I've got several predictions here. You know, I'm not sure if they're wishful thinking or uh, fantasy, well, or maybe
3: both. But my What's big the difference, is, Greg? Huh? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, one one hit, that. one hit, one hit versus five.
2: I'm, I'm saying that on the political side, neither Biden nor Trump will be the nominees of their party. Very controversial statement, I know, but you know, there it is. It's out there. I'm also going to say that you know what's what's something that could happen that would just throw everything a curve when i heard that z told biden in san francisco that hey we're going to take taiwan we just don't know when we're going to do it yet and yeah. he went and and he had in some sort of inaudible mumbling response
1: yeah because basically they're going to take the chips off the table so, the literal chip production
2: but i do have this i i but i've got it so my wild card is that what all of the things that we're like thinking about the backdrop uh, under the category of unknown unknowns, the geopolitical dominoes could really dominate in, in an election year and jockeying. It may happen, in, to Matt's point, more in the second half of the year, but that's a bit of my wild card. You know. So in that, I have oil going back to over 100. I have the Federal Reserve not cutting rates at all. And which kind of ties in, Ashley, with you having the long rate go back up to 5%. So what does that do? I mean, stocks are not going to like that, but um, I, I don't know that it has
3: a significant
2: impact on 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 the home new home construction as we saw this year.
3: I made a bet with a realtor uh, buddy of mine, at most there would be one rate cut in 2024. and man he he couldn't bet me fast enough. He's like, Oh, it'll be at least two. I'm like, Oh okay, well, is we'll he see. still charging six percent
1: clipping six percent
3: on real no, estate transactions? None of, them, none of them get more than four percent here in the Portland market, but uh he's speaking from his own pocket right Yeah. and and, do and, people, and his do do his that? wish is people for lower that? rates, right, <laughs> yeah. I think everybody. I've got I think a body. people do, and I think you have to train yourself not to, right? I mean, like if you really want to be, it learn how to learn how to be uh, flexible and adaptable, because as you, Greg, have done in your career, and and you, Ashley, have also done, when new information presents itself, you have to switch gears, right? So, for example, we we've seen new information in the last sixty days or so. Compared to the previous 60 days. And so we have switched gears. And so that that's what this show's all about, really, is just taking the 70 years of combined, um, or maybe 80 of combined uh experience amongst the three of us and kind of wrapping it up in a 30-minute segment. But the, the the fact of the matter is, you can't do this if you aren't willing to try to be neutral and and with yourself, right? You can lie to yourself. But at the end of the day, your statement, however much money you make, is based on your decisions. And if your decisions are wishful, based on past information, you're just not going to make the money that you that you deserve.
1: Yeah, some of the best advice I ever got on that, Matt, was that little guy in your head helping you make those decisions is still you right? <laughs> so <laughs> ma- make sure you talk to other people, right? And, and analyze stuff and think about the pluses and minuses. And I mean, that's why I like doing this podcast because we throw ideas around and, yeah, you know, we talk it out, we talk it out. Uh, the other thing think- is
3: that you, you know, like you and Greg both have, have been doing this for a long time in an, in an environment where you're both long and short at the same time for different reasons. That really confuses people though. Boy, oh boy. It does. Ooh. But if but if you if you, you know. can get yourself to that position in your career, then you will force yourself to start looking at things differently because there there's a whole different mindset when you're doing future business or, you know, things like that.
1: Well I watched the GameStop movie the other night. I was trying to explain to two How was people. It? How was it? It was great, I thought yeah. I tried to explain to two people that were with some, with me what what the funds when they were short GameStop? what that meant. And they're like, huh? Ooh, how can you be short? short so, how long. can you be short? Something that you don't own? I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt, to your point, I think that, you know, like yeah. one of the greatest movies on that
2: besides Glenn, Glary, Glenn, Glery, Glenn Ross is, uh, the big short. great. Sure. That, yeah. that is like, I mean, like, wow.
3: Yeah. The greatest part of that movie isn't the fact that they all want a bunch of money because they were right. The greatest part of that movie is when Steve Carroll goes into the meeting in Vegas and he bets the guy, he goes, (laughs) he says some outlandish thing. And the guy, the guy gives him some crap answer. And he goes, my guess is it's going to be zero. (laughs) And he just stands (laughs) up and goes, zero people are going to, you know, and he's just like a total jerk about it. I was right after, uh, the Jared character told him to keep it a low profile and all that stuff because we're we're doing some investigation here. I just saw Steve Carroll just nailed that part. That's great. The crazy thing is that the you know the the
2: fund that was squeezing him to like liquidate the position yeah. at a loss ended up making a like a ginormous amount of money. Huh. Hmm. Anyhow, I, I digress.
1: <laughs> but uh what's your number on 2 by 4? Did you have one yet?
2: Oh, no, I didn't I, I didn't put 10. I didn't put a number up. Uh my high of the year in 20 You know what? No. I have to wait till the poll comes out and then I use the poll to do my prediction. Everybody's going to have to wait until our first show of 2024 for that.
1: Okay. I'm the, I'm the uh, grand so, with on this
3: guys. Come on. Come on. That's funny i love
1: it um all right well look that was a great show this will probably be uh probably the last this is... podcast for this year we'll we'll start out of the gate strong in in january and yeah. uh plan on doing a couple of uh, video ones and get that back in in the in the mix but um it's been a great year so far yeah, yeah merry we, christmas we gotta, we gotta, happy gotta, new year you we guys have a lot of
2: great guests lined up for next year already you know yeah, yeah. so
1: I know we've been asked by one uh, uh, one of the guys holding a big event out in Vancouver to come and do our our show live there next year at his event.
2: I thought you told me we were we were supposed to we we're going to be on stage someplace. And uh, I haven't heard back spring. from the Montreal. Okay. We haven't okay. heard back from the guys at Montreal.
1: Yet, I just so. want to make
2: sure you know because I make sure Matt, if we're on stage doing this, you need to wear your you need to wear your hat, your cowboy hat. Well,
3: no, I'll probably just I'll make sure I shave though, and and maybe wear a suit. No, that's a formal no, deal no, in no, Montreal.
2: No, no. We're going to be, you got, you got, no. No no no, 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 I just
3: set my shaver now to
1: uh to a really light growth and just make, <laughs> you know, just to make it look like
3: it's barely growing. Yeah. <laughs> hey all right, um, hey you guys, is, Merry, Merry, Christmas. Christmas. Merry, Happy Merry, yeah, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. New Happy year. year. Happy Happy you and the family, Happy. family. Happy.
2: a great one, Matt. And uh, Thanks, Thanks, you too, Greg. All our you too, Ash. Listeners out there, you know, have a great holiday season. Thank you for, for everything all year. We do this because we love it. And, you know, the fact that you listen to us always amazes me.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Sounds great. Everybody have a great, uh, a great holiday.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Lumber Word. The Lumber Word podcast is dedicated to engaging conversations about the lumber industry, including trading ideas, market trends, and evaluations of overvalued and undervalued assets we wish to emphasize that the discussions and opinions expressed in this podcast are purely for informational and entertainment purposes. They should not be considered as financial or investment advice. We encourage our listeners to make their own financial decisions, taking into account their unique circumstances and financial goals, and to seek professional financial advice if necessary.